This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, are you guys ready? I've been practicing this song for the last 15 minutes in preparation for this podcast, okay? Oh, whoever right. guesses, Whoever guesses it first wins. I don't know what you win yet. Um, I know what it is. Stacy's mom. I hear it now. Enter Sandman. Oh, oh all yes. night long. Yeah, let's go. I was close. <laughs> wow. It's between it's really that and Stacy's mom is a real toss-up. <laughs> it's beautiful. Hey, what's on the docket this week? Good question. Woo! Welcome back oh, to amazing. the Quartercast, episode 128. We've got Jordan Allen in the house. Up, Sam Jordan? Gorski. Sup. Ren Sup. Weichman. Sup, Ren. Sup. <laughs> and, uh, of course, me, Jake Watson. I know Sup. you guys are getting sick of me, but here I am. <laughs> back again. <laughs> well, don't worry. We have a plan for that. Mm. Oh my what god. Is it how much has it developed since this morning? Well, it's not done yet, but Can we talk about it? I mean, the video where I mean, yeah, like we just started it. filming it's, it today. It's not even so. a secret. It's not really a secret. This isn't going to be like a secret live stream kind of thing <laughs> that Nico did. Um Yeah. But, you it, know, it, we're all, the only people we're going to try to fool here are today's sponsors. Today's yeah, today's sponsors are probably the only people who will get fooled. But you know, Nico is doing the face deep fakes, obviously, for many, many years now. Um, but Sam, you have a big so, background in audio. So yeah. So I'm like, hey, let's do AI voices. And mm. I've been messing with it for a while, for a few months. But like everything's kind of crappy. Like I don't know the whole Python scripting stuff that, you know, I think, you know, that's what would really make it awesome. But I found the next best thing, which was. For a mere thirty dollars, I can have someone else do all the work for me. <laughs> so I'm using a service to recreate some AI voices right now, and it's very promising. It's very, very, Dude, very promising. Like I literally came in this morning, and you and Peter were already like experimenting with this, and I was like just dropped into like what you had going, and you had already trained this model with your voice, and then he was able to basically type in some text, and his voice read it from the computer. And it was slightly robotic, not very. It still sounded pretty good. But the yeah. best part, in my opinion, is when he started throwing in like tongue twisters and you were just like nailing it. Yeah, <laughs> you paste in tongue twisters. Yeah, so it's weird. It's like the fidelity is very good and it sounds very <clears throat> realistic. The only thing that's not realistic right now is the just that, you know, it's just like, that vocal dynamic. Yeah, intonation. Like mm-hmm. Performance. So, um, yeah, that, that was a little off, but. Hopefully, with these updated changes, basically, so you it's uh, you're you're basically like just like a deep fake, you take a data set. So for a deep fake, you take a ton of pictures of faces, and then for the audio data set, you're basically just doing tons of dialogue. So I come down here to the audio room, flip on the mic. I gave it like a 15 minute data set of me reading from a book, just 15 minutes straight. And then uh, they gave us the base level, I guess, foundation. But what I didn't do was I didn't like I didn't do a huge performance in it. You know, I wasn't like mm-hmm. getting emotional. I wasn't getting like I, w- I wasn't like showing happiness or anger or whatever, you know. And so the data set is basically just me in a pretty calm narration tone. But what I did just today was gave it another 15 minutes and it's broken up into like a couple chunks of different emotional states, which then I can go later and say, Hey, okay. After you've gone through this data set, I can select those portions of the audio and create like voice styles. So that way, Hey, as here's a really oh, weird ID. Hold on. Oh, you, you keep talking. My uh, headphones. Die. I'll just get new ones. I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to hold this thought then until Sam gets back because this could be really weird. 
Should we? This, you could play uh, Stacy's mom again while we wait. I know. I, I okay. <laughs> I'm in love with Stacy's mom. Yeah, but we might want to just cut this bit from the the actual final. No, thing, we so. don't cut anything anymore, and we're fully transparent. Keep talking. Keep talking. I can hear you. <laughs> there I, it is. I can hear you. <laughs> I, I, you could have kept. You could have kept talking. I've, I've been listening to you the whole time. He's committed now to the song. All right. Well. <laughs> We're gonna cut this part out. No, we're not cutting anything. <laughs> well, it's just, I'm just I can, I just, I can hear myself on speaker, so I'm just waiting for that to go away. Because it's one of those things where I can hear myself talk, and I can't put together a coherent sentence Dude, if I can hear myself jammer? talk. Yes, right now? this is literally... Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it feeding back. So okay, I'm just waiting. I'm just... Oh, so data sets. Hey, look at that. Emotional okay. states. Segways. So I have I have a I have an interesting request. Could we take a data set being like a bunch of the corridor casts? Yes. And then create one what what the AI considers to be corridor cast voice? Yes. I was going to just go around and get a minute from everyone in the studio. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. And just, I was, that was, the, that's one of the, one of the many experiments to do with this. Yeah. But I, I wonder think, what that would sound like. It'd probably be really weird. Probably. Yeah. I am very curious what it sound like too. I wonder you, so like when you do a deep fake with different data sets, theoretically you could have it. So if you look to the left, it looks like one face. And if, it, if you look to the right, it looks like another face. So I'm wondering if that would be the same for the audio set where it's like, depending on the words people say in the audio and that like in the data set, it will sound more like their voice. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll kind of average things, but it might also make it so that on certain types of vowels or, you know, sounds that you would make, it would sound more like one person or another. Dude, I'm really curious about that. Like, what is the average corridor yeah. crew voice sound <laughs> yeah. like? I know. Do we? Can do... you just put crew voice 04 on there for a minute and just let it go? I, I really wonder if if we would find something interesting in that exper- in that experiment. Like, you we listen to it and I'm like, oh wait a second, we all kind of sound like this. This is funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't. I can't pinpoint who it sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like everyone. Or maybe it's like you're saying is like like halfway through a word, suddenly it starts sounding like me when it was sounding like you <laughs> yeah i think it might, morphs. I, I have that's my bet it, it would be like this that. weird constantly Patches. shifting yeah. sound mm. i mean like i, I want to break the program honestly like i want to see how far we can push this service so that like when they see this video they're like oh no, oh, no. <laughs> what have you done oh no well i know with deep fakes there are certain sentences you can say right that give you the full uh, data set that you would need all the vowels and all the shapes oh yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, we did that for the, right. the deep fake uh, prank video that we just put out exactly it was like basically there's a bunch of like what are they called like phonemes and visemes and whatnot it's like facial shapes that your face does when it says certain like words and sounds yeah and so like oh really i had to do that a whole bunch for the deep fake training so that the the deep fake knew what my face would look like making different different faces essentially yeah is there something like that for audio where there's like a a certain set of sentences that you say in a certain range of emotions to get everything you need to get like a full recreation the range of the emotions is harder to like nail but yeah there's tons of those like out there i've seen those and a a lot of the other services uh, services i've used like kind of tend to have that here's like here's like 20 sentences to say that kind of generally covers everything I'm like kind of curious to see if I could like I don't intend to replace my my voice in like my scale videos, you know, where I write out a script and then I I narrate the whole thing and then I add footage on top of it. That's kind of the order I do things. But Mm -hmm. part of me is like, could I just like write out the script, feed it into that and just spit out an audio file that's like flawless? The problem is that it's not going to have any of the sort of performances that I always give where, you know, sometimes I talk a little quietly and then I start talking really loud (laughs) and excited. I don't think those voice defakes can really like just switch between those pretty quick. Yeah, that's the thing right now, which is like, I I, I wonder if there's a version out there that is more like a deepfake where you actually say something and then it replaces the vocal performance with a different voice. Right, yeah. Versus this right, right. this is kind of more it's just text to speech. Yeah, still. it's just super advanced text to speech right now. <laughs> yeah. It's not voice fake. Um 
deep what voice. What happens if you, I guess it doesn't matter if you do different languages. I mean, does it know or is it kind of only programmed for English or like what if, what if know. you did Spanish, for example? I don't know. Would it? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know what that service is like specifically built around, but in theory, the language is irrelevant as long as the words and the, the actual speech are the same. You know, it's yeah. like, I mean, it's if, trained on a bunch of words I know that it are would, spelled out. I know right. accents would work. If you say everything with an accent well, that's and my then question type it, about is it would accent, sound like you yeah. have, it, oh, really? the accent would still oh, carry dude. over. That's yeah. cool. that's very wait, cool. I wonder, wait, can we make ourselves have yeah. accents? You just teach someone just, to say oh, a man. certain sentence with an accent. We could just do, but you can do silly voices too. You could go like, you could go like, like you like once upon a time here's the thing and then like the ai voice would sound like that you <laughs> yeah know, that's, which, that's so funny i really like that idea of <laughs> of of having like silly ai voices that, <laughs> they sound very like convincing overall you're like this is sounds like a but it's still a voice baby. it's like a silly robot so like, i i want to be able to utilize this for brand integrations where like we punch in the talking points and then it gives you back the talking points in, well, in whatever voice you want, really. But, like, that would make brand integrations way more efficient. <laughs> yeah, but I know. Well, that's, like, the joke here, which is if we can do a sponsorship for this video, it's basically that. We, we, we just paste that in there and then just yeah. create an audio file yeah and, and there's there's so much more to this too it's like you could then like take a cg character and and do like like with the blend shapes on the facial animations and whatnot uh there's i don't know what the tool is peter was mentioning it this morning where basically you just write out text and it'll synthesize the facial animation yeah. to say that text so all, all, there's one service called replica studios that does that specifically like that is their that is their business model which is hey, do you have a bunch of NPCs in a game and don't want to hire 20 voice actors? It's like, just use these AI voices that you can, you know, take draw from our library or make, train your own or whatever. Um, you know, uh, automatically, like, add that to a character? And then like they basically, model? yeah, you can create conversation lists and beat lists and stuff out of it. And then they have plugins that allow you to take those audio files and lip sync characters to oh, them. Oh, wow. Yeah, the lip syncing part, that, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's functional for a local zero. Well, I, I don't know if I think maybe there's too many like main dialogue scenes. Yeah, but. it's just there's no performance. There's no performance in the stuff. So it's like it's good for like NPC shopkeepers like, hello, welcome right. to my store. You know, kind of crap, you <laughs> yes. know, it's yeah. like I've seen there is a wolf outside the city. Would you like to chase him you know it's like stop you've broken the law stop you've broken the <laughs> yeah, law yeah, yeah, yeah. the walking into the table <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's very much on that level it's like it could easily replace all the dialogue in like an rpg from the early 2000s but we could track we could track words spoken words onto a deep fake of me onto a model and then i wouldn't have to appear in brand integrations ever yeah didn't you just see that i saw you like that one video too ren today that the deep fake onto the made a human yeah yeah because I've, I've been thinking about that oh, for a while cool. it's and, like, and mean, someone's finally doing it i know it's, it's it's been happening for a while but you know you know that's a deep fake oh on a made a human was the tom cruise one yeah dude this is a great idea it's like the face looks amazing but the lip sync doesn't quite work like you still have all the problems of I guess you still have to animate the character fully. It just, all it does is it makes the, the model look more realistic. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, you still have but all your original issues. You aren't, still there, aren't there pre, aren't there pre-baked animations though, from like Mixamo that you could just like, no, no, we're talking like face. face animations. Like, hi, I'm happy. Hi, oh, I'm sad. Hi, my lips are moving perfectly to the words I'm saying. Like those kind of issues still apply here. Had, the deep fake just takes a, it and makes it look nicer. But if you had a model that mimics spoken word, wouldn't it do some of that? Well, no, see, that's the thing. The problem is the fidelity. You know, it's like it'll get the face yeah. re like rendered realistically and it'll look great as long as you're not talking. The moment you start talking, it's it struggles a little bit because it's trying to recreate those lips. Now, that it hasn't been too much of a problem when we're deep faking 
a live performance because the animation of the live performance is flawless. It's real. And and right. so the deep fake is helped a lot by that. But the problem is that CG faces, their facial animation is all right for most of the face, except for the lips. The lips is like the hardest thing to animate realistically. And that sort of like low fidelity animation of the lips comes through in the deep fake. Mm. Because the deepfake right, is right. just a mask. It's right. recreating what right. it already sees. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yep. No, that makes sense. And that's, a, I mean, nonetheless, though, that is something I do want to, like, experiment with. I do think there's, like, potential for, like, doing something there. Well, you know, especially with, like, digi-doubles, but doing I, a talking I, scene, that's, that's challenging, man. Hey, everyone. I'm outside here in the wilderness because what I've realized is that having a sponsor like today's sponsor, Storyblocks, as a tool for your creativity is like being set free. It's like being outside in the natural world. You see, if you guys don't know, Storyblocks is the one-stop shop for all of your stock asset needs, and we use them all the time over here at Corridor Digital. Anytime we need something, whether it's high-quality 4K B-roll, images, audio, After Effects templates, motion graphics, and more, we go to Storyblocks, and using their unlimited all-access plan, we can download as much as we need from the site and use it in whatever we need. Whether that's a commercial video, a YouTube video, anything else, it's all royalty-free. Storyblocks has a virtually unlimited library, so we never have to worry about exhausting previous things that we may have pulled from the site. They're constantly updating, and it's a beautiful thing. And it's like being set free from our indoor bounds. We are free to go anywhere. Hear the birds chirp? Do you hear that crow? thing is totally messing up all of my audio. Maybe it's just a stock asset. I don't know. So the next time you guys are in the need of a stock asset and you're sitting in a dark room hacking away at a computer, maybe you're working on an edit or visual effects, you need a little help, I want you to think of the beautiful outdoors. And don't actually go outside. Go to storyblocks.com slash corridorcast to get started. Or just click the link in the description below. That's storyblocks.com slash corridorcast, the one-stop shop for all your stock asset needs. All right, time to go. For me, so earlier when I was showing this to you, Ren, I talked about what my dream was. <gasps> and my dream, you. we've dreamed about this for many Sam's months now. dream. <laughs> my dream is to create a true virtual influencer. Where <laughs> oh, they, I love it so much. Where oh, no like one is. Own profile. There's no one writing a script. And there's no oh, one saying this. the words. That was one of the other- everything. <laughs> all the content is 100% AI generated content. Like an AI generates the script. We take that script and we feed it into the AI voice. And the AI voice speaks all the dialogue. And then all we do is just plug that into a little script we're making that lip syncs the virtual character to say whatever the AI wanted it to say. And now suddenly we have an we have like it's it's the button. I'm calling it the button. You hit a button and content happens. <laughs> like that's it's just like you like content and then some random some completely unspoken sentence is said by this virtual character. So we your dream is we, to basically we have to do this. We can do this. No, no we uh... are right. We we are there. As of like basically right now, it's taken a while. We're on the precipice. So so here's the thing. Like we we talked about this. We talked about Peter and myself. We're like, dude, we got to do this right now. We don't want to do the virtual TikToker. Um, yes, and it needs to happen. And like right now with the tools, all the mocap I've done, all the face animation I've done, and all that stuff, all the Unreal stuff is fine. Is has finally converged now with this <laughs> AI technology. Um, <laughs> And it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So yeah, we have to stop it. We have to stop everything and, and do this. It's all leading like, to the button. And then basically we make a TikTok account or something. And then just like randomly, like five times a day, just like yeah. random AI TikToks are uploaded. But with we have this it like actually, fake. we have it actually automated. So you click a button on your computer and then everything else is formatted and it immediately posts. I really, yeah. <laughs> I, so there will be some like maybe some macros or something we have to do as well. But uh, it's, it's, we're, we're so close. Like, I mean, right now we're, we don't quite have, we're not quite at the button level. It's, it's like we would have to, yeah. we, we could like it's is it's still as easy as generating like 10 voice clips and then you slap them in unreal and you hit play and then we Mm -hmm. it's it goes from there but uh right now connecting a voice api so that way like 
the yeah that that's that that's where the 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 missing link is right now which is like in unreal basically voice apis feeding it the dialogue it needs um because yeah right now we would still have to manually create audio files and drop them in to unreal for can you this that purpose yeah can you do something similar with ai scripts where you feed it certain source material and it can generate a script in the same vein yeah so you could give it just all the writings of the greatest minds in history and create this little AI influencer who comes up with its own gems. Well, I, Could be I, the wisest creation of dude, all time. Dude, he made a rap about candles this morning. Yeah, he wanted me to do a candle rap, and it was like, kind of, it, it fell into the cadence of a rap song. It oh. didn't quite rhyme perfectly, but it had the right beats. But it was trying. And then but he also hard. made a rap about Peter but, and I. But here's the thing, it's like, it's forget the greatest minds, you know, for a moment. <laughs> like, the, the crazy thing with AI script writing is that you can give it a format. So... If let's say, okay, let's say you want a virtual influencer, like what, what do we need? Well, we need to pair animations. We need to pair, like, what are we going to look at? Where is it? Where is the virtual character going to be? Where, what are they doing? All, all that kind of stuff. So in your AI script, you can train it to basically follow the guidelines you set for it, such as the AI will, the AI script will say things like the character will be doing this in this location and will be speaking with this pitch of voice. And then that way, when you feed that uh, into Unreal, uh, what happens is that it can we can parse that text file that the AI script is reading, and then it can go, okay, oh, dancing, and it sees the word dancing in the script, and then parses that, which funnels it through a blueprint, where then it gives it a dancing animation too. So, oh my holy God. smokes, there's a lot of cra- yeah. So basically, like the the AI itself can create like effectively a script that unreal uses to make decisions on what you see my god dude there's such a crazy dichotomy going on right now here at corridor because it's like we're talking about all this crazy like press a button and content happens i did it all that stuff i did that the the others like what jordan and i are working on this week is we're basically doing another one of those like vfx historical deep dives into like a really uh like big vfx like history moment from young sherlock holmes there's a cg character called the stained glass man mm-hmm. and uh, we did a bunch of research and looked into that today and we're going to try to like recreate it using modern tools and whatnot but like this is like a 38 year old vfx shot and it's like it, they invented stuff like character rigs camera match moving depth like, of field depth of yeah. field rendering like, like all this stuff that like they invented to do these like nine shots 38 years ago and so we're like doing this video about that and sam's over here being like i synthesized voice and characters and hit a button and (laughs) (laughs) oh man god the legal implications of this i want to talk about the the stained glass man but let's but let's finish this conversation about this ai voice the ai stuff honestly kind of makes me a little uncomfortable Like, not going to lie, because, like, we already have all of the information to do, like, a very good deepfake of me, yeah. like, on anyone. And so that's, like, a little concerning because, uh, like, not that this will happen, but, like, in theory, if we also do a voice thing, too, we can now make it so that you can make me do anything you want against yep. my will. Well, that, that's the fun. That's up for the button to decide. So, so this is funny. So this, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for the button to decide? <laughs> So the funny, the funny thing is, so you know how sometimes you're on a website or you have an application and they show you the terms of service and you click agree, mm-hmm. or sometimes if it's a serious one, you type your name as a digital signature. When you yeah. start using these services, your digital signature is an audio recording of you consenting. Like in order for me to train these data sets, I have to pull my microphone up to my face while I'm in the browser and click record and say, I, Sam, consent to my voice being used for part of this data set, knowing that it will be able to be recreated by this AI algorithm in any way, shape, or form. And so then I hit stop recording, and I say accept, and then I send it. Wow. <laughs> like, it's it's really intense. Like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, this is, this is the most futuristic yeah. like, consent I've ever given. Because <laughs> that kind of, like, that, that worries me a little bit because you do replicate you. Because it's like you're giving this oh. other company, this other service, all of your data for your voice. Now, granted, all of the data is basically out there already because we have said a lot of stuff on the Internet. You know, it's like yeah. someone can easily go through and make a very high fidelity deep fake of our faces and voices just 
purely from pulling from corridor YouTube channels. Easy. Easy. Like all the stuff we've been talking about on podcasts and all the crew videos, all the VFX artists react. There's like so much mm-hmm. just stuff out there to to pull from. Like that's why we saw some of the earliest voice deep fakes being from Joe Rogan, because he's got like mm-hmm. thou- a thousand episodes, like hundreds of hours of just him talking. Right. Yeah. I mean, Sam said what, 15 minutes? To get something this morning? Yeah, it's pretty 15 good. 15 minutes of audio? Yeah. Imagine the hours and hours and hours and hours. You could do something crazy. Dude, yeah. And, so and we're not th- that far away from being able to just do a performance and have someone else's voice plastered onto that performance. Okay. So, you so got Jake thinking. Okay. So <laughs> there's a couple things I want to hit here. One is the legal implications. But first and foremost, I was, I was going through old videos um, because I'm coming up with I'm repackaging our library to like be so that we can have like new shows on the website. So it's like, oh, hey, here's all of our archery videos, you know, like here's all of our we've done a lot vlogs about drones, you know, done a like, lot. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but right now it's like, where are those and how do you find them? It's like a total mystery. Um, So I found a video from 2016, Ren, where you and Nico and Brandon are talking about snapchat filters oh yeah okay. and yeah and you guys are talking about something very similar to this but it was sort of before the technology you were like predicting basically where technology was going to go uh-huh and one of the theories that you guys were talking about was how in in like well in in media or in news but kind of in any medium people won't need makeup artists anymore because they'll be able to have like a such a high fidelity like upresing of their face that it it won't be necessary now obviously you have all these tracking issues and all this lighting issues and all this other stuff too but like that as well as the idea that like you could put obama's face on anybody in because we were talking about the googly eyes video Mm. kind of in the context of that and then we were saying how like actually we're not that far away from being able to put like anybody's face on anybody. I mean, in, we've been doing that, you know, like I know. And we've been doing that. It, like, but it's like crazy that it's, mm-hmm. it's even more, it's even more approachable now than it was yeah. then. And that Brandon's was just really good at like ago, predicting the future. In my years. opinion, he's, he's very insightful about some of that really like sort of, sort of like esoteric, like tech yeah, stuff. He's, he's kind of, he's, he's got like the eccentric, like, you know, creator thing going on like he's been he's he's there's a couple things he's been wrong about thankfully but he's been right about a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah no they're uh stress level zero is going hard on a bunch of ai driven stuff too for their new game it's really cool to see yeah yeah um so but anyway that brings me to the legal implications of this because like what does it mean say so just let's just think about this hypothetically okay we've got the the content button you click the button and content comes out the other side it's posted Mm -hmm. on tiktok you theoretically have no control over what it posts i mean obviously you have control of the account but like i mean we could what if it it like what if it like slanders somebody you know true or or like is it is it is it illegal or does it have to be a human or like whose response it It brings up a fascinating legal question in this particular situation if any of those uh eventualities come to fruition (laughs) um all that happens is that we get banned from using these services uh so then that's where it stops so we would have to make sure we actually approve and reject that kind of crap i mean do you remember like true like that's why that's why this ai stuff is still behind closed doors at the moment because mm-hmm. they uh, people understand that it can do that you know very frequently it t- talks about the n word you know and <laughs> yeah it, and, right. and, i mean nazis specifically mm. it, you know it, like <laughs> oh, it, that, it, that N-word. It, it, these many of these t- text-based ais frequently circle back to hitler mm. um because yeah. there's just so much writing about hitler in world war ii that's it's just impossible for it to like 
completely avoid the subject since it's trained on so much data. Yeah. So do you guys right. remember the the AI right. that Microsoft made? They made a whole Twitter account that oh. was able to like write and post tweets autonomously uh-huh. based off of just training from Twitter and very quickly it started getting dark. Yeah. And it, was, it started yeah. like I forget well, yeah, I some of the specifics, but it started like no, I remember that. slandering and like it was like it took a day for words. it to basically say Hitler wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I'm pretty sure that was specific specifically it very what, quickly what, uh, like devolved into like just like a shit posting meme account exactly it was just <laughs> like, Microsoft's like ah, yeah, delete. yeah see that's what i'm saying JK, like everyone what it's like does that say more about the ai or humanity 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 100 totally says more about humanity because yeah. once again these ais are not original they are just mm-hmm. compilations of the data sets some of the most advanced compilations but compilations nonetheless Mm -hmm. yeah it's not coming up with anything original there's gonna be so (laughs) so this is my fear as a lawyer like there's gonna be so many things that are gonna be happening over the next well i maybe at some point like the onslaught of new developments into like the digital medium in general will sort of like slow down but maybe not Either way, we're about 25 years in or so from like real, you know, like. What are we talking about? Like, like, like actively using digital mediums for like all different types of things. Like, you know, you remember like early Internet days and it was like the Internet was still this sort of separate thing. Well, now we're like 25 years into like, no, this is like in our lives and it's on our phones and it's, you know, we're communicating through it right now and, and all that stuff. And I, my fear, like, and I know this is already happening, but the law is not going to be able to keep up with this. So funny, fun fact, it's not going to be able to, the law keeping up with AI. What if I presented a new idea to you? (laughs) An AI that creates the law. An AI that helps you keep up with it. Yes. So <laughs> let me give okay. you a right. pitch. One All of right. the biggest uses for AI and when it comes to the text-based world is the idea that you can feed this AI a multi-page document and it's able to go through it, understand the meaning of the document, understand the connections between the words and summarize it. You can that like that is one of the main features that we see here is when it comes to like AI writers and AI blogs and AI stuff. Basically, one of one of the main features that have, have been commonly focused on is this concept of summary. So you can feed it an AI a huge Wikipedia document mm-hmm. and then it can spit out a, a, a rather, you know, it's it's not flawless right now, but it's an effective summary of the data that's within it. So rather than having to read every word. You you get basically the gist of it. So that'd be really useful in a m- many different areas. You have to train so, the data set though on like the specific yes field. Exactly, exactly. So what I imagine is it's this idea that like it's kind of creepy, and it's the idea of like what if to write a law, right? When you write a law, you want to be specific. You want to be super super specific with like your language and the specific words you use. So that way it's very clear. But what if it was, let's, let's just say it went in reverse where it's like, I want a law that bans all bananas. Dude, okay. Finally. And so what if we just did that? And now, now we're, now we're 10 years into this is 2032 and everyone's a piece of shit. And we type, <laughs> we open our AI tool and some stupid politician writes, I want to ban bananas and then he says, convert to a law. And then it spits out this like massive 20 page thing that says exactly how bananas would ever be banned from everything in society ever. And he's not going to read the whole thing. He's never going to read the whole thing. He's going to submit it. And then when people look at this thing, they're like, what is this thing? And they feed then They just all they do is they feed that back to an AI to resummarize it for them. And oh then, and now they're going like, okay, oh so, God. so this has to do with bananas. He doesn't want bananas in these places. Okay, all right. So this is about banning bananas, you know. And then 
then they argue. It's like, do we ban bananas or not? And they're they're arguing about the core foundation of the law, but no one's actually ever reading the text that would go into effect. Or better yet, you could just say no and have the AI draft an argument. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's almost already happening with exactly. a lot of stuff that comes through Congress. Like, right now, that's it's the, like... I, that's I, the crazy thing. I wouldn't be obsessed. But at least it's I still being written by humans. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, we're that's happening right now where people are submitting, like, legal documents that they that the human didn't write mm. um yeah well have you so maybe I mean, like have edited, you seen you know? maybe have maybe you seen this the stacks of some of these quote unquote bills that like they're you know yeah they'll be they'll be, they'll be nine thousand page documents and they'll be changing it and resubmitting it within eight hours of voting on it mm-hmm. it's like at what what point is that just so wholly... I mean, this is something that AI could seriously help with, first of all. Totally. It could. But, it could. But, yeah. It could also be in it could also, you could also be in a situation like what you're saying, where it's like guy hits button, and then everyone interprets, and then more AI interprets that. I, I yeah. Don't know, he, he hit a button, you hit a button to make an happens. AI interpretation, and then everyone hits a button to reinterpret the AI back to a, like a summary. And then hit another button to rebuttal it with something, and then that gets summarized and rebuttaled again. And it's like it's just people just like letting AIs have a field day. It, it, it goes to a fundamental question when it comes to law, which is like, can it can it even be applicable if it's not from a, a human, and if it's not from more specifically like where the sovereignty of human community like exists there's this concept in in law which is like a a law is only functional if it if it's the source from where it originates is is from like the sovereign and where the sovereign is and who the sovereign is changes over time and different legal structures but in 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 america we say the sovereignty exists within the people and so if the law doesn't come from the people if it's not directly transmutable back to the people it cannot apply okay and and i agree i personally agree and it's funny because today or maybe yesterday but very recently uh someone tried to uh basically copyright um some ai art oh i saw that and the the court saw it and they looked at it and they're like nope (laughs) that's not under that's you're not we're not like allowing you to Mm. like claim copyright over this because uh, uh an ai made it i know so, okay yeah, but a- i thought there was a there, I, I wasn't sure if now granted i didn't read into this at all but like i wasn't sure if it was you cannot copyright ai generated artwork or ai can't copyright its own stuff like i wasn't sure where like the i think it's sort both of, it's, it ended up kind of being both where the legal theory is following kind of what we were just saying which is that AI is not capable of creating a modicum of creativity, which is the minimum standard from which copyright has to exist. It has to be a modicum of creativity in a tangible form. Yeah, and that comes full circle so, back to what we're saying, which is this uh, this yeah. compilation. Yeah, it's idea, nothing which original. Is like, right. There's technically nothing original going on. But there's still it's still I think you can still argue that like there's an artist behind it, you know, like there's a it's a tool and the artist is using that tool to craft something. Yeah, but that's being that's like saying I sold you a hammer and every nail you hit with it becomes mine. You, know? you can you well. can definitely make that argument, Ren. Like that's that's the thing is like that's what I was saying about. I don't think the law is in any way, shape, or form like ready okay. for oh. this, because that's a that's honestly not a bad argument. It's just not something that's ever been encountered before mm-hmm. either. Right. So you could say like, no, the artist is using AI as a tool to create a modicum of creativity, and therefore copyrightable, but given that the entire precedent, the, the thousands of years of like legal precedent in terms of what is art and how it can it be owned and how can it be like protected is okay. all based on it coming from a human being. So, so sorry, just to recap, the copyright office rejected a request to let an AI copyright a work of art. So, oh, okay. So, okay, so that being yeah, said, that's, that's different too, because it's not a legally, um, 
recognized person. Mm -hmm. Which is good because AIs have the ability to just like generate millions of things. And if it's also able to copyright millions of things instantly, it's going to be a big problem real quick. Yeah, it has to be legally, it has to be a legally identifiable person. Copyright. And that's what I'm saying about the laws and like where the laws come from and like how they apply. Like that's, that's a fundamental concept is that our laws to copyright something, if you're going to do that, it has to be from a person because only human beings can carry that ability. Yeah. So, but with us in reading deeper about the ruling and stuff, basically it does transfer over to other other forms of AI art, uh, AI produced stuff, because basically the AI can't copyright it, which is great. Thank God, or else we would all die. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but secondly, From copyright death. If you have an AI art generator and it makes you a piece of art or something, it's still not copyrightable until it's like actually like modified or done you have to do mm-hmm. something with it. sign it but like if an ai spits <laughs> something mean... out that itself isn't eligible interesting mm-hmm. okay that is interesting now what about like generative art you know like those um like you know the the board ape yacht club thing or like where they they literally have like ten thousand unique uh images i'm not saying that any of that stuff is like good or bad i'm just saying it's like it's not quite AI generated, but it's it is driven through like a, a, algorithm a, a an algorithm of some like you have different versions of the hat, different versions of the face, different outfits, different sure. well, but all, expressions all those or whatever. elements that we're seeing are, were created by a person. Mm-hmm. They yeah yeah, but then they're all algorithmically combined. Sure, but that's different. It's this the image itself wasn't generated yeah. generated what, by you, the AI. All, all you'd have to do, by the way. If you had an AI image that was wholly generated by AI, all you'd have to do is like, like you said, add a signature, smear it, change it, integrate it through a filter, tiniest, yeah, the tiniest way, such that now it is copyrightable by a human. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's weird. It's 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 a really weird time where like we are going to be running into this issue of whether or not something is even legally possible within the construct of our league of our legalities to begin with all the time over the next like 50 years dude i'm willing to bet in like 30 years or so there's going to be a giant trial because we finally made an ai that's able to think for itself well enough to argue that it deserves more rights you know Mm. it's like you know classic sci-fi i'll say hell no bicentennial man (laughs) yeah bicentennial man you know it's like Bicentennial man? Was that like Robin Williams? Robin Williams, yeah. Yeah. Lock him up. (laughs) Pull the plug. It does. The question of the question of sentience, though. The question of sentience will will matter. It's going to be a big deal. I probably in like thirty years. I love making digital art, but this scares me so much that I just hope that by the time any of this stuff happens, I'm like a hermit. Mm. I'm like you're already in the woods. Enjoy, I'm gonna enjoy it while it's good, and then once it gets kind of loopy, I'm gonna like, all right, I'm going off the grid. And it feels like it's going to get loopy. There's no avoiding it, and it kind of just good. feels like you know, with the law situation, kind of all yeah. of it. You you need the, AI to counter AI in any way. There's no real way to there avoid is, it. That's true. That's very true, and that's a good thing to like that we all need to be aware. So of. So it's like the Matrix like, Resurrections. You, the lessons we learned from Matrix Resurrections were well, like, AI and man we're finally reliant get along. upon the robots <laughs> for survival, but the robots are reliant upon us, you know, mm-hmm. like this sort of mutually assured destruction. Well, like, it, you um, know, you know, this, this raises an interesting point here where, you know, let's say, OK, you're a scientist, philanthropist, billionaire or whatever, and you're saying we ought to watch out for AI. You know, we hear that a lot. OK, yeah. And like this conversation is like giving me a new perspective on that, where previously I was kind of more just simply thinking about it under the idea of like an AGI, like a conscious general intelligence or a GI, you know, like, yeah. So so it's like, all right, here's a here's a thinking computer that wants to do things like how do we handle this new type of thought? Whereas like before we even get there, we still have to deal with this idea of people creating AIs that completely disrupt like life as we know it effectively. Whereas, you know, an AI that tries to copyright or trademark like 4 billion things that it generates 
or mm-hmm. um you know uh, some n- news sites being like all right hey no human writers anymore so mm. technically no one's reading what's going out there and it's being sent to people um or an, an ai that buys all the ps5s an ai that b- buys it. the ps5 oh, or stop it i want one dude <laughs> I'm, I'm literally signing up for like freaking walmart plus right now just so i can get the drop on thursday desperate times <laughs> yeah there's i don't want to pay double all kinds of of like functional supply chain legal yeah all of these are gonna be happening before before we have like the ai on trial you know yeah before there's the robot guy there who's saying i am a man i am a man (laughs) before we get there we need to like do the laws of saying like these are the things you can't use ai for because like it's very manipulative and it exploits everyone's trust and i guess i guess yeah trust in our systems i think i mean that's the world of dune the biggest that's the world of dune yeah no like dune takes place in a post ai world they had a whole war between like humanity and ai and computers and all that stuff and that's why no one in in the dune universe like uses computers oh yeah you're right and that they just smoke crack (laughs) (laughs) it's <laughs> <laughs> our, our only choice it's like the 80s all over again man <laughs> yeah no computers they don't use computers they just smoke crack <laughs> basically you know but it's like that's yeah you're right no you're right that's crazy though I, so man, one, we, should, we should get on top of this ai stuff y'all one thing though that it brings to mind is i i think you're right there's a huge threat there but also, I think we also have a tendency with this stuff to to really like run, let it run run rampant in our imagination, you know. And and we also have to remember like humans are pretty, like we like our routines, you know. We sort of like things kind of like as is for the most part, you know. And we're willing to accept like significant levels of suffering as long as it's not like a change to our own, you know, concept of reality and things like that. And so that, that honestly can work to our advantage. I think a little bit with some of this stuff, like just, just keeping in mind, like people aren't going to be like that ambitious to convert. Like for example, the metaverse, like the, people aren't eager to c- convert to that. You so know? I'm, I'm so out of the loop. Is the metaverse like a th- the thing right now it's like, like vr chat when when mark zuckerberg <laughs> said hey i'm making the metaverse they they actually released something i believe so yeah because i've seen like no screenshots i've seen no videos well, of it they didn't release anything like big you know it's not like they're like all right the metaverse is here and then they just like open the floodgates to you know freaking the metaverse right but remember it's like they ha- have these programs sorry, already like horizon sorry. venues horizon whatever stuff oh, so that's just and part it was of it just now? part of them renaming their company to meta you know oh, oh so it's stuff that kind of already existed well the met the term metaverse was invented by oh what's the author's name he wrote snow crash seven e's neil, Steve- neil, stevenson. neil stevenson yeah i'm pretty sure he's the one who coined that term metaverse i think he coined cyberpunk but think about think about this and probably metaverse v- v- definitely VR did metaverse is- i don't know about <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Is- hold on we'll come back to this vr is the, is the best example of this because when when things got real hot with VR in like 2015, everyone was saying that by this time, people are going to be working in their headsets and, you know, like living That's happening in... now, though. Yeah, but one of my best friends the... literally works in a headset. I know, Ren, but you also have to realize, like, you know, some pretty eccentric people. <laughs> like, you're not exactly considered like... The, a greatest data set to like analyze this for like the I, whole know, of humanity. I would be surprised. I you would know be people who that... give you jetpacks. Yeah, you're almost <laughs> a jetpack. Jet <laughs> but I know, I know, I know what you're saying. Well, it's it's not it's not the complete mass appeal that people thought it would be. It's not anywhere near what some of the people that were super hyped on like the venture capital money and the possibilities of it all. It's not anywhere near that. I mean, granted, there's some people using it for for different things. Obviously, it's also just but, so early days still. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but if anything about COVID has taught me, it's like, dude, that's fucking bullshit. Working from <laughs> home, like, I, sorry, Jake, but 
you know no, it's fine dude <laughs> dude fucking working from home sucks ass tear it up dude <laughs> i don't i've gotten so used to it now man it's so much more but, fun coming here and chilling with you guys in person yeah. and hanging no, out for sure. than fucking zooming yeah, i have when i it, when it is the middle of the work day at the studio i enjoy being at the studio oh yeah more than more than i do working out of my home studio mm. yeah yeah yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, man, and so you give some people a headset, and they're like, "Hey, this is your new life." It's like, <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, that is absolutely going to be more and more of a thing over the next decade. I know. It's like know. we're still it, so as, early days. I know. You're right. As real estate prices and rent keep skyrocketing, people will eventually just go. You know what? Let's this 15 by 15 foot room works. <laughs> Yeah, because it's just big enough to set my guardian boundaries on my headset, and yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. What's nuts? You're is that, right. Like, you're right. I just I don't know if it's going to be as rampant as anybody. People like the real world. Is mm-hmm. my point. I like, agree. People people like the realities and alternate realities, and those are fun. But like people also like the real world generally. Absolutely. I mean, I'm a 100% believer in that. I love the real world. Real, I love going out yeah. into the wilderness. I love going on one wheel rides. I love everything about reality. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But like, all, what I'm getting at is like, is like all the dumb stuff. Like, all right, you know, they've already had bots on Wall Street for, you know, decades at this point. You know, like, oh, what's, yeah. what's the V3, V4 of that at this point? You know, are we, it's probably people, once again, I'm talking about stuff that there's people doing this right now. You know, but it, it's that kind of stuff too of 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 like super high level AI manipulation mm-hmm. that you know people don't find out about until something goes horribly wrong with it. Basically, that's uh, going to happen. You know, like AI financial yeah. market manipulation, and right. you know, like we'll even as a, you know we're we are in. I, I've seen multiple posts on Reddit that are on the front page, basically uh, that are either like algorithm based or AI written articles. Like and people ingest them, and then you, you like you read it and you're like you start checking out. You're like, this is bullshit. Like this is not a real person writing this. And in the comments, mm-hmm. like it's like only the still like the second or third comment of someone saying, "Hey, uh, anyone notice something fishy with the way this is written?" <laughs> you know, like it's it's out there. It's happening. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, we know. get emails like that all the time of people saying like, "We want to." It's it's these weird AI written we want to collaborate with you emails, you know? Like Christian those. knows what I'm talking about. Oh, we I get, know exactly what you're talking about. Every email yeah. starts like that. We're like the moment I hear, see an email thread of saying, Hey, we Hello, got Hello Influencer. Want, hey, we want Hello, to Hello Influencer. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's let's collaborate on something. It's like what? It, like it's what do you even do? Wait. What is this? You're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> But the really malicious side of that is when they include like a little image in like a tiny little like one pixel by one pixel image that's stored on their server and they know when that image gets loaded so they know if you've read the email. Mm. Yeah, it's really silly. That's right. Dude, emojis in subject lines? Mm. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not, dangerous, that is, man. That is one not of the greatest threats to our that future. That is not professional. Emojis and subject lines is definitely a great threat to humanity. Dude, we can now put I mean, emojis that in freaking your URL flow, dude. Yeah. Wait, you say you could put emojis in URLs? I think so. I saw some some news about like. Uh, <laughs> I want to make a website like like Sam Gorsky dot like crying laughing dot crying pumpkin dot dot crying dot poop dot smelly turd. Oh man, that's funny. But there's also all the great AI things that we get to do, as I was saying, like, you know, this, this cool, fun future where we get to summarize legal documents and um, parse them. Where it's that's like, actually, that would be really useful. It would be like that, the 9,000 pages you see in Congress. You're like, I want to know what those laws are actually. I want to know what's actually in there. So you just like have that parsed for you and summarized. And you're like, oh, ban bananas. Right. Huh. They just want to ban bananas. Yeah, yeah, but okay. like the real uh trick there would be like to identify all of like the the hidden things that you know you can hide in the law like oh yeah here's like a little line and by the way um uh, pineapples uh, are half off it's like hidden in that and it's like yeah. you're just hoping that someone will just like glance over yeah. it or not if really the data right. set if the data set is trained on the right or if the if the if the summary ai is trained on the right data set though it would it would catch that or yeah. it would point it out as being not legally binding 
Yeah. Interesting. It, it would be yeah. like, no, this is nothing's ever written this way. Therefore, like this language is suspect to not being applicable or, you know, it would, it would. Yeah. Y- y- but Law. this is something that like real legal institutions would have to guide because mm-hmm. without it, it would be super dangerous, first of all. And then it would probably be wrong, second of all. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like as fast as AI is developing in like the deep fake side of things, there's the counter AI developing as well in terms of identifying deep fakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, oh, yeah. it feels like it's... they'll go at a parallel to where they'll kind of combat each other. And we're getting smarter when it comes to this stuff, just as the general public, we're becoming more aware of these things and more able to point them out when it's uncanny Valley or there's a slight problem. I mean, here yeah, I mean, but you're totally right though. It's like that adversarial aspect of this is like as old as time. It's like you get hackers, mm-hmm. but then you also get like security experts right. who like toughen up right. security. And then the hackers get better to be able to hack that security and they get better at defending themselves and whatnot. And it's like, we're constantly seeing that sort of back and forth. So like in the law thing, it's like language would then change to be able to circumvent some of these you know ais that are only trained on specific things well if you get some new data that's not in that data set yet well then it's not ready for it unless it's like specifically trained to be like adaptable but i mean i don't know this is all stuff i don't really know you know it's like no you i mean you're right you think about the history of human technology and anytime something is being used adversarially there's another sort of equally powerful tool that comes along that counterbalances the first thing i mean this is especially true with weapons technology Mm -hmm. but many other technologies as well but man what's gonna be super cool is um there this is the thing that's being worked on right now but it's the idea of taking like casual language and converting it to code for programs oh so you want you want to make a script or something or a blueprint or you know like you do c C plus make it spin you basically say uh you you literally (laughs) just type spawn four cubes 100 units apart apply physics to three of them make this one red and then uh four seconds in i want them to all bounce into the air with one meter per second velocity, you know, yeah. and then it like oh the map gosh. would load and, it, it, you know, like it can. That's it can, what I'm excited about. Okay, yeah. That's officially yeah. the most exciting thing it I've heard all day. can take that kind of language <laughs> so cool. and script that for you because it's trained on, you know, all the code and understands what you're trying to accomplish. That makes sense. I mean, coding sense. is a language, so it's like it's, it's kind of similar to just like a translation, right? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Wow. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Can I give you a stretch goal on your button? idea button (laughs) don't make a button that makes content make a button that makes buttons that make content because then you're one step removed legally as well and no one can shut you down it's you a button that influencers across the that, globe i don't think that really matters it's <laughs> so like whatever happens like i bear, like i'm hitting a button and whatever happens next yeah 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 it's I don't not know. my you know? button i yeah. just one button removed. your button just made buttons and the buttons didn't do anything it's like it's- literally the computer uh, like yeah that's a funny thing you could do where it's like hey I'm going to base the decision making off of someone else's decisions. Yes. So like, uh, I don't know, like you maybe there take you some go. algorithm like, hey, yeah. I'm going to make it Reddit's fault. So each time something goes to the front page of Reddit that uh, has the has word like o- in OC in it or something like that, yeah. my digital button becomes pressed <laughs> and then something happens. And I'm like, like why did he post that? (laughs) And nothing, it wouldn't have said, like, Hitler did nothing wrong if you didn't post this on Reddit. Yeah, it's one step removed. (laughs) It just feels like the logical. It's like, hey, I didn't say it. (laughs) I didn't didn't prompt it. It's a possibility it was going to happen, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just your humble text-to-speech programmer over here. I don't know. Okay. I mean, the, this TikTok thing dances too, but you mm. know, <laughs> you don't want to see the dance. <laughs> it's going to be it's wild, this, man. All this stuff is evolving so much more rapidly mm-hmm. than anyone realizes. That's what yeah. I keep coming back to. Well, it's an exponential curve, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and you never know where the top of the curve is when you're on it. You look at, you know, I saw just the other day a comparison of the new uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Forbidden West. Yeah. You know, graphics compared the to Tomb Raider. one why I want to get a PS5. Yeah, legit, 100%. <laughs> and you're talking about 20, 30 years gap and such a huge leap in what is possible graphically. And you think about that, but also when there's 
trillions and trillions of dollars on the line when it's the greatest minds putting their minds towards AI development and then the AI further developing itself exponentially. And that on top of that, on top of that, you lose track so fast. Yeah. And I'm sure we already have to some degree because Elon Musk is terrified of it, isn't he? Well, I mean, I don't know if he's terrified, but like he's he's come out and said that like it's like, you know, summoning a demon. I think is how he calls it. It's like, mm. and and he specifically follows that Sounds up by being terrifying. like, "Yeah, they're pretty sure they can yeah. control the demon. They're pretty sure." <laughs> sure, <laughs> but like, like I, I feel like it's more like kind of what I was talking about earlier, which is it's less about like this the, the robot on trial, yeah, so to speak, but this concept of these the, like algorithms that are operating independently and at a super fast rate where they can really screw things up. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a that is a serious thing that I don't think anyone's considering, at least not nearly to the extent that we should be. But like, what's to say that there can't be some series of you know, like economic algorithms that are looking for, say, you know, gaps in the in the free market, and they they're like, guess what? We just noticed that there's a shortage on this good. And if we buy all of the available units on the market, we will be mm-hmm. able to, you know, make a profit. And this is something that like, you know, happened to the PS5, you know, like a capital, like a capital management firm that's managing, you know, trillions and trillions of dollars, like say like BlackRock or something could easily come up with something like this. That's like, oh, so it, it bought all the toilet paper. You know, or it bought all the it bought all name name a name a widget that's a consumable good, and it bought all of them, and now they're not available for like the next six months because mm-hmm. like nobody globally is prepared for that, and there's no way that we don't have. You know, it's just that those types of weird things are going to happen. I don't know if they're going to happen at that scale, but like, you know, it's there's going to be some. Hey, there's a shortage of this right now because this AI thing did that or Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. It's hard to it's hard to predict exactly the manifestation, right. but given given what we're seeing, it's it's kind of how can you say, you know, that something like that won't be happening. Yeah. Uh, that live deep state thing, I mean, that's so nuts that that's already here. Yeah. yeah and, and it's that, close. That came out it's last getting August, dude. <sighs> Granted, it's been improved since then, but like I yeah. only heard about this like a couple months ago. And that's stuff that's not behind closed doors. Like you've seen those those research papers or those videos of the stuff that they're working at at some universities. Yes, yeah, fellow scholars. You know where you're like I saw one on two minute papers where you you type something in and they will say it and their mouth will say it and their voice will say it. Wow! And you literally change. Look and, at that. And it, it's crazy that that's already a thing where I can take a video of you, Ren, and I can change what you say to, you know, give, I think their example was giving a movie, you know, he says it was a D. I give this movie a D. And he changed it to saying, I give this movie an A+. Plus. And your voice says A+. Plus. It sounds just like your voice and your mouth changes to say A+. Plus. Yeah. Everyone's going to believe that video. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Once that gets out from behind closed that's doors. That's a perfect example. Yeah. That's a perfect example. Because that, you know, somebody like Elon Musk brought down Tesla's stock by having a hit of weed on a podcast. Yeah, that was goofy. And, you know, like think about. And then he got fined by the SEC for saying, hey, we're looking for investors or whatever he said. Like he said, we're going to take the company private. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. 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 That's kind of, kind of a thing you can't say. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so, but, like, but like, yeah, you could you could say that you could you could you could have a situation where somebody says something they didn't say. And that has enough of a market effect, at least in a short term situation. Well, you know, that's the that's where I do have hope. I mean, I mean, that's because the problem with media right now. If you fucking believe that and you watch that video of someone doing something wacky and it's coming from not the primary source of where it should come from, then you're 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 an idiot. But that's no, literally true, happening true right enough. now in the media. Like, okay, like, well, okay, until they like, form their own narrative and currently CNN hasn't aired a deep fake of something and said it was real. Thankfully, okay. Yeah. And when we talk about this podcast stuff with Elon Musk, it's like, where? Well, where did you see him smoke the joint? Well, it was on the source of the podcast itself. It wasn't a yeah. isolated clip that was reposted. 
So no, that's you know. true. You, you make a fair point, at. Sam, and and there could be combative technology to help that. But yeah. I guess yeah. what I'm getting at is that any corrective measures don't matter. You know, like an article can mm. write something and it could blow up, be sensational and all that stuff. And well, then like, like it comes out, oh, this isn't actually like, real. And they I, make a correction but no like, in the article, the but no one ever sees the correction. I think you know? the closest like, thing that's ever happened, one of the closest things that I even remember is like back in the Trump days. Uh, oh, thank God. Back in the there, day. There was like a clip of Nancy <laughs> Pelosi that someone just like, all they did was like slow it down a little bit. So it yes. sounded like her speech was slurred. And then they yeah. posted to Facebook and a bunch of mm-hmm. fucking morons thought it was real. And mm-hmm. why? Well, it's, it's because they didn't think about what they were watching. It was just a dumb clip. They're stupid. And also they, they like, once again, they didn't see it at the original source. It wasn't, <laughs> it, it didn't come like they did not critically think about what just, they were looking yeah, at. They, they looked at them. They literally looked at a meme and thought it was real. You know, it's but like, Sam, it's, it's like, also... it's like seeing the Twitter's the onions, Twitter, and then angrily typing something about no, what? That's not re- this is this is BS. Or I can't believe blah blah blah. It's like you're literally <laughs> replying to to the onion. You know, it's like people 100%. still do that. I guess. I mean, but I think you, it's you human also, nature to take stuff at face value. Yeah, that's that's my point too. And like, you also have to consider like how close you are to this stuff, Sam. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Like that you're there's it's if with a little critical thinking it's very the 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 veil of falsity comes comes down really quickly oh yeah but we're also so close to this stuff by and large in terms of like most people's everyday lives that we see things about it that we consider to be like second nature i mean that's why the debunking show I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Freaking works so well is because we're like, well, no, look at this. Have you thought about this? And most people, that stuff is not second nature. So that's also something to keep in mind, I guess. Well, you know, you know, that's a very good point. And it kind of circles back to our earlier podcasts, the last few podcasts here. So we're on a good one. I think we're on a good one. We, we if you, if you want to, if you want to, yeah, we, we, we're not, good I don't want to talk too much more about that particular subject. Cause I think we exhausted that what that means which is all right let's say you don't have critical thinking skills so what platform are you looking at this information on and is it their fault or not so go see quarter cast 118 (laughs) no it's like 126 126 for more on that (laughs) (laughs) well i guess we didn't get a chance to talk about the uh character first cg character but I mean, we just started doing it today. I'm literally wearing yeah. the same stuff that yeah, is don't in worry. the, well, like... Yeah. like <laughs> I mean, we're not deep into it. Like, literally, we filmed the intro, yeah. kind of breaking down stuff, and, like, that's it. You'll know plenty... You'll have plenty to talk about in the future on that. Mm. Yeah. All right. Are you guys ready? All right. Sorry for calling you an idiot if you believed anything <laughs> that I was saying, but also, you know, tut tut. Tut tut. I mean, we, we've all fallen victim to that at some point. You yourself fell for that one the bear ju- chase video, you said, in the debunking video. Like, oh, I saw that and just like, huh, cool. Yeah, but I wasn't on. like, you know. It's it like, wasn't it's important. Crazy. It wasn't we like felt, impactful. We fell victim to this in in, in uh, Bollywood. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah I thought, I thought yeah. Jadu was coming back. I was so oh, excited yeah, so for Jadu. Turns out. The return of Jadu. It was a lie. It was all just No, but I, know, but I did space. eventually realize it was fake. We, yeah, we I did. didn't come we away did. with that telling everyone, hey, Jadu's back. That's true. That's <laughs> true. That's true. You won't believe it. You won't Jadu's believe it, back. guys. So, you know, I have made, I've maintained dignity. Mm. I, I want a Jadu plushie. That'd be amazing. Thanks for listening, everyone. This if was Disney made one. it, there'd be a plushie of it, for this sure. Is, this, this whole podcast was about the future we, we, of fun stuff. I'll Ready, them, Ren? I'm going to feed them the scripts for the first Chris movies and give them a Chris 4 script. <gasps> yes! Yes, please. Oh, my God, yeah. Yes. And then have your voice narrate the whole script. Oh, my gosh, And then I'll AI voice narrate the whole thing. <laughs> Needs to happen. And, and the script is going to begin with the letters. Pick. Three letters. <laughs> two, yeah. one. Ah!